Well, hello and welcome to episode number 59 of Virtual Team Dynamics, the All Fire podcast. My name is Francis Norman. I'm the founder and principal consultant here at All Fire. At All Fire, we specialize in helping you get the most from your virtual teams through understanding how your team members communicate and interact. On the podcast today, we're going to be talking about managing marginalization in virtual teams what it means and how it can affect the way your teams function. As with all of our podcasts, there's an accompanying article on the Ulfire website, so please do check it out for additional information. And while you're there, sign up for our regular newsletter and find out about how we may be able to help you with your business. So marginalization. Now, when we talk about marginalization, what we're really meaning here is that this is the sense and the experience that some people will find occurs when they work on a virtual team, when they get the when they get the feeling and the and just the the overall impression that they're not party to all of the conversations that may be necessary for them to hear so that they can do the job that they've been hired to do in an efficient and timely way. Now, it can happen within a co-located team where people, one or two people can become marginalised, but it does tend to occur more commonly in virtual teams where you'll have, let's say, a hub office, a central office, where most of the action occurs, where most of the people are based. Typically, this is where the management structure for the organization, for the project is based as well. And all of the people or many of the people in that office get to hear everything they need to hear, either directly, indirectly, um, straight delivered to them or through side conversations, things they'll overhear in corridors and around coffee machines and so forth. So they'll hear everything that they need to hear without having to actually make a, make any conscious effort to achieve that. While people in smaller remote offices that are still part of the same project or organisation, still part of the same team, because they are not co-located with that management structure and with that leadership structure these people who sit who sit on the margins of the project tend to find that they only hear about things either when they have a telephone conversation with someone and it'll be oh did you hear about this that or the other when they have a formal update either in writing or verbally from the management structure of the organization or if they just happen to come across something in correspondence that's of, of relevance to them. But often the things that, that the other offices take for granted, these people tend not to hear so much. They don't, they're not just part of these, these conversations and these rumours and these bits of, dis, bits of discussion that go on. Now, the effects of this marginalisation can, can vary between well, I don't really care, it's, you know, I've got enough information to do the job I have to do, through to some people actually rebelling against the project and and reacting in quite brutal ways towards the project. Now, 
the sense when it starts to happen is you just you just start to feel like you're not knowing everything that you need to know that there are things that are going on within the project that that whether you need to be told them or not you feel it it would help you to do your job and people will then start to they'll start to react they'll start to become suspicious they'll start to feel as though they've been as though they've been cut out and a little bit of a survival instinct will kick in for people they'll start to one of two things they'll either reach out a lot more to try and get information or they'll crawl into their shells and rebel in such a way that they'll essentially say well I won't do anything more until I'm told what I need to know and they'll only do what they're instructed and they'll only react in ways that fit with the way they, that the organisation expects them to react. Now, the benign end of that can be relatively straightforward and it can be relatively uh, innocuous within a project if people just stick to doing their basic jobs and sort of think, well, OK, I'll hear when I need to hear. The extreme other end, though, can lead to people actively resisting what's going on in the project they may say well no one told me about this so I kept going in the wrong direction even though I inherently and inertly knew that the direction I was going was the wrong direction no one was telling me anything otherwise so I just kept going and I wasted all of this time and all of this effort and sometimes all of these materials and now all my work has to be thrown away and has to be done again but I'm okay because nobody told me so this is a sort of a, a passive aggressive approach to it and it and it's passively undermining the project because really if people know that there are challenges and if they know that there are issues and they know that there are things that they should be aware of, even if no one's actually told them, they should go out of their way and try and find out more that so that they can make the appropriate changes. Then the real extreme end is when people will will actively sabotage things within a project so they know and they've been told, maybe not told directly, but they've been told by somebody within the job that they need to change things. They don't change them. They choose to keep working in the wrong direction. And as time passes by, these people will actually find that they're actively undermining the, the delivery of the project. So the one extreme, relatively benign, doesn't really matter. People will get on with the work. They'll do the best they can. Other extreme, very uh, caustic to the ability of the project to deliver its outcomes properly and can lead to either passive or active sabotage of what's happening within the job and resistance to the project in in many many ways now obviously the best thing to do is not to have marginalization occur at all but simple fact of life virtual team projects there are always going to be instances and occurrences where people simply are not able to be kept abreast of everything that they need to know. Sometimes it's simply a case of how long it takes for a message to get around. Sometimes it's a case of a, of a genuine oversight that someone will share information or share news or share a message and for whatever reason they omit to include one office. Um, and sometimes it will be a conscious decision by somebody, but it's very rare that it's a conscious decision not to include somebody who needs to know what's happening within the within the information loop so normally it's an oversight or it's simply just time hasn't allowed for these things to uh, to happen but how do you manage it when it does occur well firstly you have to recognize it and that's that can be a big challenge if the management of the project is not 
connected and clued up in terms of what's going on in all of the locations, they may not be aware. They they simply may not be aware that these that there are some people within the project who are feeling marginalised. Now that is a failing on behalf of the leadership and the management of the job. They should know. They should have structures in place that that make them aware and let them become aware of these challenges as and when they need to. But sometimes projects simply don't have that. They're not aware. It's the unknown unknowns. They haven't become aware that they need to monitor some of these things. So, but assuming that you do know and that it had been an oversight. First thing to do would be to address that oversight as comprehensively as is possible. Now that can be anything from issuing a briefing note to the people that have suddenly been discovered to have been marginalised, telling them everything that's going on within the job. It can be a case of um, of of a video conference if travel is not relatively straightforward, or it can be a case of a full on video. Sorry, a full on physical visit of someone from the management within the project and it doesn't always have to be the overall leader of the project it could be someone at a tier or two below that but someone needs to then visit that office spend some time with those people answer any and all questions that they have and ensure that they are brought back from being marginalized to being engaged and being aware of what's going on within the job um Sometimes these visits will take a while. Sometimes you may need to spend a short period of time actually in there with the people and helping them with these questions. Sometimes you may need several people to make the visit. It could be that you send, if it was an engineering job, you might send a couple of different lead engineers. You might send some of the interface people and so forth in there. Then the next thing that you need to do or actually do in parallel with these visits is to change the way that you distribute information and the way that people are and maintain their engagement within the project. Now this can be sometimes just simply a case of making people aware that they need to be more active and more conscious when they're communicating. Sometimes it's a case of actually changing a few people, moving a few people around, put different people in, maybe people who are better communicators to take on some of the roles where they need to be interfacing and sharing this information. But you need to make changes and those changes need to be quick, they need to be visible, they don't always need to be someone losing their job, it should normally just be a case of redistributing people within a project. You may find that you've had simply the wrong person acting as the interface person to a a particular group. Um, So you need to make whatever changes you need to do to get everything back on board. Bring the disenfranchised, marginalised people back from the edge. Spend the time that you need with them. And sometimes these people will never feel fully engaged again. And sometimes you simply have to accept that and just make sure that they have enough information so that they can do the job that they need to do without without compromise. Sometimes they'll become completely re-engaged and everything will be, will be great and it'll go back to being a very happy place. But either way, you need to you need to address marginalised people and address it very quickly. Without addressing it, people will actively disengage eventually, and and they'll start to suffer from from mental anguish. They may even start to start to suffer a little bit of physical symptoms as well. They can become quite stressed travelling into work if they feel that if they feel that they're just not being valued and recognised for the work that they're doing. So it's very important that you are constantly on the lookout for things like marginalisation 
and as I say when it happens address it quickly because if you don't your project will suffer and it can suffer quite badly and it can suffer in ways in ways which will just really surprise and shock the management because often if they're not aware of these marginalisation issues when it happens it will come out of the blue and it will definitely be a big big surprise for them. So I hope you've enjoyed this brief episode today and if you have then please do check us out. We're at www.ulfire.com.au and of course we'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast feed. We have a page on the website where there are links to all the various feed sources for podcasts. Um, Check out our newsletter, check out the various articles that we have on the website and of course have a look and see if there's something that we as a business can do to help you with your virtual teams, with your projects and with your business. And I very much look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye-bye.